It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for Fansided and Pro Football Weekly. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook, and you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. You can find us wherever podcasts are distributed, sold, and otherwise put in your earballs. So please subscribe to the podcast, rate us on iTunes. All of those things help us get the word out about the show that you like to listen to every day because that's what we do here. The Solid Verbal's Ty Hildenbrand is going to be on the show a little bit later to talk about Notre Dame football. Really excited about that interview. Really excited for you guys to hear from him. The Solid Verbal is... For my money, the best college football podcast out there. So if you are if you are already a fan, good for you. If you're not, go get on it. Uh, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. I'm not asking you to subscribe to that one, but go give it a listen. Give it a shot. And I think after, after you hear the conversation with Ty, you go, oh, maybe this is interesting. Maybe this is something that I could go and check out. There was no practice on Wednesday for the Green Bay Packers. No training camp, so... Not anything specifically to discuss there, but we did find out that Jake Ryan has a torn ACL. This was the injury we feared, it was the injury we expected, and it's the injury the team now has to deal with. Mike Pettin in his press conference talked about open lines of communication with the personnel department. Apparently the assistant coaches are going to sit down and discuss roster needs and go to the front office with those needs and say, hey, this is where we were thinking we could use some help. And that is a unique situation for this team to be in because that's not something that that used to happen under Dom Capers. And it's not something that used to happen under Ted Thompson. When we discussed the change in structure to this football team, the Mark Murphy siloing off and saying, look, the personnel department now, they're going to report to me and the coaching, they're going to report to me. And I'm going to make sure that there is discussion here, that there is open lines of communication, as Mike Pettin said, so that the coaches and the front office are are communicating about the team's needs because it seems very clear at this point that that was not something that would happen. Or at the very least, McCarthy or Capers or whomever would say to Ted or or maybe not even 
that we need a veteran player or we need something. And that would would fall on deaf ears, given what we've seen the Packers do over the last few years with free agents and said Thompson. And so to have this kind of setup where they are constantly evaluating with the coaching staff, that was something we heard in the offseason, that the coaching staff was going to play a bigger role in the, the development of roster needs and evaluation of free agents. And, and now that Jake Ryan, they know for sure that he's out, the only players they have on this roster are unproven. Oren Burks is a rookie. In fact, Mike Pettin called him the rookie <laughs> in his press conference. He mentioned Ahmad Thomas by name, the converted safety, the guy, my dark horse to make this team. I, I, I think there's a pretty good chance that he makes this team. Even if they add a veteran, I think he has a good chance to make this team just because he's, he's going to be able to play special teams. He, he's a versatile defender. I like his fit for the Packers. There's not a lot out there in the way of veteran linebackers, guys, that could come in and help them. A coach always wants the veteran player. That's why Mike McCarthy has always advocated for free agents and and building depth that way. That's not the Packer way. I don't want to spend too much more time on, on the actual Packers news because there isn't much news beyond the Jake Ryan injury. There was apparently some significant progress in the Aaron Rodgers contract. But until there's more to say, until we know more about what that means, and until really, frankly, until he signs a contract, I just, I don't find it that interesting to talk about. So let's get to this interview with Ty Hildenbrand. Before we do that, I want to tell you about Vivid Seats. The Hall of Fame game between the Bears and the Ravens, that's tonight. And that means the start of the NFL regular season is right around the corner. This year, don't sit around watching the Packers from home when you can be at Lambeau Field in the crowd cheering on the Packers thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is offering a Locked On Packers listener. If you go to their website, listeners can get 10% off your first ticket order when you use our exclusive promo code Locked On. One word, that's Locked On. New customers only, and the offer is good through the end of August, so get on it. Packers tickets are hard enough to come by. You have to go get them now. Preseason and regular season tickets are already available. The Packers kick off their home schedule against the Bears. What better way to take advantage of Vivid Seats and the Packers-Bears rivalry than by getting a discount on your tickets? Go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code Locked On for 10% off your first order. The offseason is over. The NFL is back. And Vivid Seats wants to help you get to the game. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network. And I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big time bonus. And all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there. Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft. And you can even play private contests with your friends. There's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel. And that's what I love about it. Experience season-long wins without the season-long wait. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. 
Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's killer bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store all right let's get to ty hildenbrand he is the host of the solid verbal college football podcast with dan rubenstein you can follow him on twitter at ty hildenbrand B-R-A-N-D-T. Ty, thanks for joining Locked on Packers. Peter, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the invite. So I'm going to take you back. Not too far. Just, you know, just just try and wind your football brain back for me to let's go three years Mm. to when Deshaun Kaiser, uh, really his star turned at Notre Dame. Right. So he he first comes on the scene and he's he's this is in relief now. Yeah, that's right. In Virginia, in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, in the rain. And so, exactly. And he and he had a couple uh, monsoon games over his his career at Notre Dame, as you have well documented. Right. But so the 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 thing about him going into the draft, if we can push it forward just a little bit, was he had this really great first season, or, or a first season in which he looked like an ascending player. And then that second year at Notre Dame really just didn't develop. And in, in some ways it seemed like he got worse. What was, what was your, your experience during the Kaisera? The Kaisera. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so first and foremost, if I start crying at any point and you just, <laughs> you want to pause the recording and edit that out, that's uh, totally understandable. Oh, it's staying in time. <laughs> well, Ka- Kaiser was a fascinating player, a fascinating presence at Notre Dame. So you mentioned he comes in in 2015 in relief for Malik Zaire, who we thought we were going to be talking about the uh, the Zaire, but instead right. he gets hurt after a monumental first game in 2015. They win at home against Texas by 35 before a primetime national audience. It appears as if Malik Zaire is going to be the Heisman front runner after week one. And then Notre Dame kind of has a very sluggish performance the following week in Charlottesville in the monsoon and Zaire gets hurt done for the year. So at that point, Kaiser comes in. No one really knows a whole lot about him other than he's a, he's a big kid, right? He's got a big arm Mm -hmm. and he leads them to victory. Like a last second, throw to Will Fuller with like, gosh, I don't even remember if there was any time left on the clock, but it was like a 40, 40 yard touchdown pass or something, just incredible heroics to launch his Notre Dame career. And so, yeah, he sort of used that as a springboard in 2015 through for, I want to say 2,900 yards, 
over 20 touchdowns in his first campaign and damn near led Notre Dame into playoff contention. Fast forward then to 2016 with Malik Zaire, who was a big presence in the Notre Dame locker room coming off his injury. You've got Kaiser coming off an incredible first campaign in 2015, staking his claim to that Notre Dame starting quarterback position. And Mm -hmm. you've all of a sudden got a really hotly contested Notre Dame quarterback controversy, one like we hadn't seen in years. So the locker room was split. The backdrop was to all that was the fact that this defense was in a really awkward spot. And 2016, you're right, on top of the whole quarterback controversy, had a really shaky defense and shaky other parts. It wasn't just all in the defense or all in the quarterback position. There was a lot of instability in 2016 for the for the Irish. And I think that definitely played a role in Kaiser's numbers taking a bit of a step back. His completion percentage was lower. It seemed as if he threw more. He did throw more in 2016 than in 2015. A lot more was on his shoulders. And as a result, I, I felt like his performance, I felt like just his numbers as a whole really did take a step back back and he really wasn't happy as happy as he had been the year prior. So those factors among others were a big part of the reason why he decided to forego his final two years of eligibility and go into the draft early. One of the, the criticisms that was leveled against him coming out was this, this second season in which Notre Dame did not, fair particularly well record wise overall and and we we touched on the, the inconsistencies from Deshaun Kaiser how much though do you think uh, should be laid at the feet of Kaiser for what was a, a, a really up and down season for Notre Dame yeah I mean I think uh, going back to my earlier point I think there was a lot of pressure on him to be the guy to lead this team through thick and thin in 2016 he had contributors around him There was no doubt about that. But in looking at what happened in 2016 versus what could have happened in 2017 if he had hung around another year, you could make a really good case that Notre Dame in 2017 on the arm of Deshaun Kaiser could have truly been in the playoffs. They had Mm -hmm. all the pieces around him last year and were able to kind of stabilize themselves in a way that we didn't see in, in 2016 at all. So for sure, some of the decision making is his fault. Um, you know, I think some of the chemistry was not his fault because there was this looming quarterback battle that really did divide the locker room. Um, you layer on top of that, the pressure of being the Notre Dame starting quarterback and having these expectations. And so partially his fault, partially the fault of just the environment where I'm not sure anybody would have succeeded. And you mentioned the, the the supporting cast and the changes there. Uh, my my experience with Equinemius St. Brown, aside from obviously feeling like he belongs on any all name team you want to put together, oh, absolutely, is there was the touchdown against Texas where it looked like he was going to go down. He sticks the arm out, and you're just like, who? Me watching, I, I don't I don't know him from Adam. Going, who is this guy? He's incredible. Yeah, and it never quite felt like uh, that that he was able to, in in a lot of ways, a lot like Kaiser, get to the level that his talent said maybe he should have been at. 
Am I am I in the ballpark on that? Well, I mean, a little bit. EQ is a is a bit of a different case because he he's I would compare him to a very lightly raced thoroughbred in that okay. if you're a Packers fan now, I'm not a NFL draft, Nick. I'm certainly not mm-hmm. an NFL insider, but at last check, Equinemius St. Brown is very much in the running to grab like a slot receiver spot for the pack. He's at least in sure. that conversation, right? So coming out of college, you look at the numbers and the numbers aren't necessarily eye popping, but you know, when he was paired up with Kaiser, he had nearly a thousand yards. He had nine touchdowns. And you look at the course of his career, what happened the following year? Why weren't the numbers there? Why did he have almost half as many receptions, half as much yardage, half as many touchdowns? Well, he had a different quarterback. And that quarterback Mm. position in 2017 was every bit as unsettled as it was in 2016, though for much different reasons. Brandon Wimbush was Notre Dame's starting quarterback a year ago, and Notre Dame chose to run the ball more, both out of the backfield with Josh Adams in addition to the quarterback spot with Brandon Wimbush, who was much more of a natural runner than Deshaun Kaiser the year prior. And also Wimbush just wasn't as good of a passer, not even close to what we saw out of Kaiser, who was much more of your standard issue drop back pro style passer. Wimbush was much more of a dual threat guy. And it remains to be seen. We're going to find out in 2018 to what degree they were able to finish off his passing skills in the preseason and all throughout the offseason because he was just a different player who wasn't as accurate. Therefore, EQ's numbers went down, I thought, pretty precipitously and by no fault of his own. If I'm a Packers fan, quite honestly, I'm much more excited about having EQ on the roster, especially knowing that Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback, than I am with Deshaun Kaiser potentially being like a third stringer, whatever he's going to end up being on that roster. He will add depth, but EQ, I think, adds something that can certainly give the Packers a little bit more of a weapon if it ends up being out of the slot or the fourth receiver spot right out of the gun. This is right out of the shoot. Excuse me. This is a guy who's a big kid. He's like 6'5", 215. He can run. He's a freak athlete. He can jump. He can do all the things that you need a pro caliber receiver to do. And I think because he was lightly used or not as used as he should have been at Notre Dame, the Packers were able to grab him a little bit later in the draft than you might think otherwise. And um, really, the sky's the limit. He remains an unknown quantity at the receiver spot. But so there were some of these questions about EQ coming out of Notre Dame, that he was a different kind of personality and not necessarily a bad kind. But you just had to understand EQ was going to be, like you said, EQ. EQ going to EQ. Yeah, he's a different cat. Um, Fluent in like three languages, I think. He's got... Two younger brothers, both of whom have really cool names, just like him. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it, it's never so much been an issue of him being a, a a bad personality to deal with on the field in the locker room. He's just he's just a different kind of cat. And I, I think what matters most, if you're a Packers fan now, he's got all the skills to be a difference maker on the pro level. I think he will be a difference maker on the pro level once people understand what his skill set entails. And you just got to roll with it. Roll with it, Peter, until until you see the production uh, out there on the football field. Well, he's already made a couple a couple really nice plays in training camp. It's going to be 
I think really fun to see a lot of these young receivers. I mean, Green Bay triple dipped Jamon Moore, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Equinemia St. Brown, um, you know, guys that that your listeners are certainly familiar with. Uh, sure. But EQ has already made a couple really nice plays. Those are that's a group of big, fast, talented guys. So some new toys for Aaron Rodgers. I want to I want to deep cut a little bit because on the training camp front, one Packers player who has really impressed and is already on multiple first team special teams, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but for an undrafted free agent is a huge deal. Speaking of, of playing well in training camp, I want to go a little bit deep cut on you and, and talk about a linebacker from Notre Dame because he is on the first team of a number of special teams already, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but for an undrafted free agent, it is. What can you tell me about Greer Martini? Greer Martini? Whoa, that's a deep cut. I, that's, I told you it was going to be a deep cut. I warned you. Greer Martini. Greer Martini, first and foremost, was a big Notre Dame fan favorite because of the name. Right. Of course. I mean, how can you go wrong with a guy named uh, <laughs> Martini? But right. no, I mean, uh, 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 a tough kid. And as a linebacker being named Dirty Martini, that would be a great nickname. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, Greer Martini was one of those guys who was absolutely a, a fan favorite, was uh, a kid who um, I think took a lot of folks by surprise, but nonetheless was uh, really just gritty. You know, not like the biggest dude out there, but <laughs> decent right. size, like 6'3", 230, I want to say somewhere in that, in that vicinity. And just uh, a guy who played hard played hard every time he was out there. And I think that's part of why he won the fan base over. So certainly again, doesn't surprise me to hear he'd be spinning some magic on uh, special teams. So I have one, one last very important question. If Dan Rubenstein, your co-host on the solid verbal, were producing this segment of the podcast, how much Lawrence Welk would he have playing <laughs> underneath us? It would be, it would just be a, a, a never ending bed of Lawrence Welk. <laughs> is what is what it would be. Um, so funny story. We we started recording our team previews on the Solid Verbal. I guess about two weeks ago now, and mm -hmm. for the first time ever, we actually planned this out. We developed a pathway from mid July all the way through to the start of the college football season, and knew exactly when we were going to record each preview. And in the slow build to our Notre Dame preview. He's been telling me, he's like, I got, I got something for you. I got, I got something for you. I got new music this mm -hmm. year for Notre Dame, for a Notre Dame preview. And so when we recorded that one last Wednesday, sure enough, Dan was, was loaded for bear. He's got new old timey music that he can play whenever we talk about <laughs> Notre Dame. I don't think it's Lawrence Welk, but whatever it is this year, suffice to say, you'll be hearing a lot of it. And for anyone who doesn't know, just please promote your podcast. My podcast. And anywhere else that people can find your your hashtag content. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> hashtag blessed. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be um, <laughs> we're we're over at solidverbal.com. My podcast is called the Solid Verbal. We're a year round college football podcast. Obviously, this is the time of year where we start previewing teams, where we start talking about some of the storylines that are going to be important for the coming season. You can find us, like I said, solidverbal.com. We're also on Facebook. We're on. Twitter, we're on Instagram, look us up. And if you're in the Chicago area, I'm not sure when this is going to drop, but if you're in the Chicago area, 
um, around mid-August. We're doing a live show, August the 11th. And if you're interested, you can find tickets at SolidVerbalTickets.com. It'll be a lot of fun. We we absolutely have listeners in Chicago. If you're in Milwaukee, it's not that long a drive to Chicago. Get yeah, get on out, man. While you're down there. Come on out. It'll be fun. Tickets are still available? I was going to ask you. Yes, tickets are available. Tickets are still available. A couple here and there are still left, so come on out. Are there still T-shirts available? So we started a new thing this year where we um, are working with our friends over at CottonBureau.com. They've been so kind as to build out a whole storefront for us. And on a fairly regular schedule, we're going to be releasing new designs. So we released three new designs a couple weeks ago. And those have since expired. So Mm. at some point, if we get enough requests to bring one out of retirement, we can. But for now, the shirts that were out on our storefront are not available. And I think folks are eagerly awaiting the next batch that we are quietly working on in the lab. I can say for a fact that they are. Ty, thank you for joining Lockdown Packers. You're welcome. Thank you for having me and, and good luck to the pack. This episode is brought to you by Shell. College football is best enjoyed at home. You know, the home that has no rooms because it's a stadium of 70,000 screaming fans. But wherever you are, ESPN and Shell can take your fandom further with savings up to 15 cents per gallon for Fuel Rewards members at Shell. Welcome home, football fans. Terms and conditions apply. See fuelrewards.com slash fuel your fandom for details. Shell is an official sponsor of ESPN College Football. ESPN, the ESPN logo, and ESPN College Football are registered trademarks of ESPN Incorporated. This episode is brought to you by Philips One by Sonicare. One-up your brushing with Philips One. This one is the ideal one for those who are still using an old-school manual toothbrush. To all those people, it's time to take your brushing one level up. The solution is a simple one. It's the perfect timing one. It's the long-lasting battery-powered or USB rechargeable one. That comes in multiple colors to match you one. The one with a subscription that delivers new brush heads for just $5. Your teeth deserve this one. Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing. Learn more at philips.com slash one. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-S dot com slash O-N-E. All right, I want to thank Ty again for joining the show. Very much appreciated. It's a, this is a Notre Dame-heavy offseason for the Packers. It really is. So that's why I wanted to have Ty on and and get into the nitty-gritty. If you haven't listened to the show, the Solid Verbal, uh, the there is a running bit that Dan plays essentially old people music over w- whenever they discuss Notre Dame, just to just to rib Ty a little bit about liking Notre Dame and and perhaps the demographic of people who are also Notre Dame fans. So if you didn't get the bit, uh, that's that's the deal, and it's a it's a funny show. Those guys don't take they don't take the situation too seriously, but they are super informative when it comes to college football. They know their stuff. I'm always impressed with the depth of their knowledge. I mean, they 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 know teams in the MAC just as well as they know teams in the SEC. They're watching the games. I don't know how they have time on Saturdays. And Thursdays and Fridays, because college football is is like the NFL, it's on all the time. But it's a great show if you're a college football fan. And even if you're not, I'm not even the biggest college football fan. I really love football, and I, I, I love college football, but I just, 
I don't have time year to year to stay up on the recruiting and the coaching carousel and all that stuff. So their show is is one of the main ways that I take in college football news. So give that a listen. We're going to be back next week. Remember the augmented schedule Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Jason Hershorn is going to be on the show next week to talk about Aaron Rodgers' contract, to talk about some of our preseason observations about the team. There's there's always tons of writing and Acme Packing Company discussions about all sorts of Packers topics, and it's still the offseason, kind of. So, you know, that we had a we had a piece on Wednesday about our experience with Super Bowl 31, where we were, what we were doing. So there's always something interesting there, AcmePackingCompany.com, always something at ProFootballWeekly.com, Fansided.com. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Leave us a review on iTunes. So many ways to like and consume the show, all for you to stay locked on Packers.